0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's Afterbuzz TV's LA Complex After Show.
1: Whoa. Hello there, guys. It's Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another exciting AfterBuzz TV after show for your favorite show, the LA Complex. At least I hope it's your favorite show.
2: I was waiting for you to wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> like Cal, freestyle it out.
1: I can't freestyle at all. I may I may spit some some rhymes later, though. We'll see. It depends on what kind of mood I'm in. All right. We'll make sure that you're in a good mood. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is season two, episode three. The episode is titled Choose Your Battles, which is very appropriate for some of the scenes that we had this episode. Uh, but I am your host, Emil Innis Jr., and I'm joined here tonight with two great hosts, co-hosts. I'm Kelly. And I am Bam Erickson.
2: And we're missing Miriam. Miriam. She wasn't feeling good today, but she'll be back in action next week.
3: Yeah, she will be
1: here, and we're excited. I'll say a couple honeys on her behalf. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes. That's her word. Honey. (laughs) Well... I'm a little under the weather, too. I have a sty in my right eye, right here. <laughs> zoom in, zoom in.
2: <laughs> so it's,
1: it's bothering me, so my eyes get watery, guys. It's not because I'm crying from whatever scene is in the LA complex. It's because I have a sty. So, Jesse, you know. Uh crying over there. <laughs> uh, so let's start with the most exciting storyline ever. Ooh. Abby, Abby, Nick, and Sabrina.
2: <laughs> Why does every episode, these last three episodes, opens up with Abby and Nick doing it? Like, I'm so over. It's what the people
1: that. want. It gets the viewers no. hope.
2: Thankfully, this one was a dream. Yeah. But still, every episode opens with that. I'm so over that.
1: I mean, th- their whole storyline. At first, I think we were all into the whole Abby and Nick thing. But now that we've seen it, it's getting kind of overplayed. And even still to the point where they added the Sabrina dynamic in. But it's like, we don't really care about this love triangle. So I'm happy that it's kind of fizzling out. And I know me saying this being an Abby supporter is kind of weird. But the storyline <laughs> is getting kind of played out. So... I 100%
3: agree that the storyline <laughs> is getting tired, but I did like their story. I did like uh, their story today in regards to how you got to see how you got to see, um, you know, Nick really show his frustration because, you know, Abby is doing some things in a relationship that is not cool if you if you're boyfriend and girlfriend. OK, you know, she didn't. Oh, go ahead. But, So the first thing is. Abby didn't come home last night because she was out all night with Lauren and um, uh, the two actors, Lauren and what's the other guy's name? Lauren and uh, Brandon. Brandon. Mm -hmm. And so she was out all night and she didn't come home. And then he wakes up and then there she is. She's getting ready to go back on the set. And he's like, you know, um, you know, where you at? How come you didn't come home? You know, doing asking questions that if it was a guy. And it was the girl asking those questions. There's no way in hell that he would have been able to leave that house if if um, if, if Nick was out all night and oh, Abby no. was like yeah. and A- and that doggone court and Abby was and Abby was like <laughs> <laughs> this court and Abby was like where the hell have you been? that would have never Um,
2: he would not have been back in the room he'd have been sleeping on a fold out chair by the pool the
1: thing is if (laughs) the the reason why one of the reasons, many reasons why I don't do relationships is because a relationship (laughs) takes so much time commitment and dedication so if you don't have the time or you don't have the energy to devote to the relationship you don't need to be in one so if they want to be casual hook up partners or whatever mm-hmm. cut buddy like what I used to say <laughs> from Atlanta if you want to if you want to have a little cut buddy that's fine but don't try to put a relationship with it cuz it's not going to work you don't do relationships at all no I, first of all i'm focused on my career so i don't really have time first i don't have the i don't have the funds for a relationship i don't have the time for a relationship so i just yeah
2: see abby needs to take advice from you because right now all i see is a spoiled little brat that's what i see abby i mean she's now.
1: doing she's doing great she has her show now like she's getting money in her pocket Mm -hmm. She needs to focus on focus on her life, get her own place, like, just let Nick go, because she doesn't care about him anyway, so. Not at yeah, all.
2: that's what's so horrible, and that's what um th- what we were talking about last week, is that, you know, he really wants to talk to her. He's having a hard time. He needs, I mean, that's supposed, your boyfriend or girlfriend, that's supposed to be, like, your BFF, like, your go-to person mm-hmm. that you can sit down and have a conversation with. And she won't go outside to answer the phone. She knows he needs to talk to her, but she's out all night, you know, do whatever with these two yeah. crazy People.
3: And then when she's home, she has to leave because she don't, wa- don't want to be late again like she was the last time, which was not her fault. It was agent's fault. But she wanted to make mm-hmm. sure that she was there on time. And then as he's trying to talk to her to tell him about the whole situation of how he has a thing with Samantha and they have to pick a writer, then she's blow drying her. Sabrina. Mm-hmm. Then Abby is blow drying her hair.
1: Okay the thing with that is and then she says you know why are you talking so loud because you're blow drying your hair but you can still hear people over the blow dryer like she really wants to hear just like when she was in the the arcade if she really wanted to hear what you had to say mm-hmm. she could have stepped outside so it's just a matter of her being selfish and not caring.
3: She
2: just doesn't want to deal with it. She wants to focus on her. She's finally got something going she's still not completely 100% sure that she's got it mm-hmm. locked in. She keeps getting in trouble on set so she's wrapped up in her own stuff. She doesn't and that's the thing like that's okay. That's normal, that's human, but don't get into a relationship with somebody if you don't even have five minutes to devote to them. All she wanted was, like she said at the end, Mm -hmm. all she wanted
1: was a place to stay Mm -hmm. and
3: the sex was just a bonus. And what was really funny during the dream sequence when they were having (laughs) sex then she's like, oh
2: my god, see myself on TV. Yeah. So he knows subconsciously yeah. Yeah. he knows you know that he's way more in love with her than she is with him and you know when you know they're making out and he's like I love you she looks over I'm on TV even you know he's dreaming this so in his mind he knows.
3: Well I'm glad that the two of you have finally joined forces with me because <laughs> I have been saying from the jump I don't like Abby's character and today solidified that she is a skank. Oh God. <laughs> God I don't want to know to go. That far, Bam <laughs> Lane turn.
2: <laughs> I don't know about all that, but she is definitely a little too selfish for me right now. Well,
1: I mean, she is a skank though, because Veronica, her character, when she was kissing Brandon on set, like, <laughs>
2: she'd like she her... <laughs> she'd, she'd stick her
1: tongue out. Like. She did, and she was like, "Oh my God, I'm sorry. I've never, I, kiss I, I've never fake kiss before. But even if you're fake kissing, like, when did tongue go in on the first kiss? <laughs> When you do your first kiss, do you do tongue automatically? I thought that was a couple of kisses in, at least. <laughs> no.
2: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you don't automatically For me, for me personally, mouth like the mouth's
1: closed until we are at that level. But Well, actually, um, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty. <laughs> so
3: you I'm can guilty. relate to that?
2: Do you I, stick your tongue out automatically?
3: <laughs> no, but it kind of happened. So there was like, you know, really make out, make out, make out. And so we just... But when you're out.
2: making out, but that scene didn't call for a, right. like on the makeout. It's make a Christian out. show too. Like <laughs> when he's saying we have to take this slow, that means like open your mouth to stick your tongue out. No, that was
1: weird.
3: But but also the guy liked it because you can tell that he's having feelings. Well, uh, there's a little. Feelings. I mean,
2: what. I Know what was she doing out all night long with these two whack jobs on this Christian show? A
1: third wheel, like she was just a third I wheel. I don't think
2: she was a third wheel. I think she was a third something. Oh. <laughs> I don't think she was a third wheel.
1: Interesting. <laughs> so we'll see that sex tape later. <laughs> but one of the things I do like, I, like I said last week, I predicted that Abby and Brandon may get together eventually, but. I really like the Sabrina dynamic with Nick because Mm -hmm. Sabrina, she understands that her job's in jeopardy and that it's a competition between her and Nick. And I like how she is going to try to get that job or keep her job at all costs. And Nick doesn't seem to have that in his mind, that it's a competition.
2: Oh, she's playing dirty.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's one thing thing to have to Be in the competition, but she's playing dirty. So, the first thing that she did was she, um, she wrote a fake resignation letter saying that <laughs> which was that, hilarious that he resigns, and then she left, <laughs> she put confetti in it as well to make it just even confetti more corny and glitter and, yeah. glitter. and <laughs> so And Nick was like, No, this is not me, this is not me. And, and so, she decided
0: to
2: say with a little heart, yeah, yeah, with
1: a little heart, and <laughs> and she's totally laughing about before you even go to the next thing. I have a question, yeah, because did the uh, one of the writers, the, the head writer, did he see the letter before he saw it before Nick saw it?
2: He must have. Yeah,
1: he clearly. Oh, okay, is. but the thing that bothers or I'm confused. I should say is if he saw the letter, how did he open it without the glitter falling out?
2: She might have told him like oh, okay, what okay, it okay, was, okay, and, okay. and then yeah. they played a joke. Okay, on him. okay,
1: cool, cool.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. she.
2: But I did. I think he did. He was in on he it. He was in on it. Yeah. Okay. I think he was in on it. Okay. that's the way it seemed to me. Good. Yeah.
3: And uh, I mean, I thought it was a. I thought it was a cool prank, and then once the second prank, I felt she totally was just out of order. And yeah. at that point, I would have seriously wanted to like do something really
1: mean. Well, are you talking about the In-N-Out printer when she wiped? Yes. She, he even wait, wait, accused her anyway, of wiping the hard yeah, drive, though. And,
3: and what's so fun... Oh, okay. Before we do the the fake In-N-Out, because they were talking about the... Uh, the <laughs> animal fries. The animal fries. Yeah. We know that's In-N-Out. But before that, yes, yeah, she washed out um, the hard drive. And
1: that's just taking it a little too far. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that
3: was... And she
2: said, computer crashes. You know... I- I think that it was kind of funny at at the beginning but I do think that she was taking it a little too far and that's a little unrealistic I think Mm -hmm. you know even though I know that she's upset because she you know likes him and all of that but considering how strong her character is personally I just don't think she would really take it that far because then she just looks like a psycho Mm ex-girlfriend you know what I mean like there's a fine line between fighting to get your job and then being mad because the boy doesn't like you
3: Yeah, but I just I don't know but she doesn't look like the psycho because then let's now go to the last prank is when they were at the hamburger place Mm -hmm. which we know it was basically like in and out because of the whole animal fries and she was like oh you know did you get the producer's fries Mm -hmm. and so she totally he totally fell into it he leaves to go and get the fries and then she takes his car and then she drives off
1: which and then he had to walk all the way home which by the way I would have called a cab and got a cab back but he
2: doesn't have any money though right
1: I mean I guess But I would have called the police on her Technically, she did
2: well, steal he didn't his, car. Have his phone. Like, oh yeah, he didn't have his pay phone. Are there payphones anywhere I don't in LA? Know. I don't, I haven't <laughs> seen it. There's
3: not. But at that point, I would have asked somebody, "Can I borrow your cell phone?" True, and I would have called the police on her and yeah. he's took her just, ass to jail. He's
2: still so naive. How is he that, this even? Whole thing? I
1: before it even happened, I was like, "No, no, no why are you not the car?"
2: Yeah. no.
0: no,
1: no. Yeah. it's so yeah, predictable. Yeah, we like, how that. did he
2: not? Yeah. No, but I mean, as far as like looking to him, no, she's playing it off and making it look like a joke to the whole writers' room. But as far as her interaction with him, it's like you know, she's answering his phone. She's doing all of these really mean things. And it's more just like a woman scorned more than it is, I want this job. Because if she really just was focused on the job, she'd be sitting in that room working on the job instead of messing with his life.
3: And speaking of answering the phone, so when Abby... Was at the um, when doing her scene, mm-hmm. she saw that she saw that um, that Lauren and Brandon was having a little cuddle time, and at some point, they realized, "Oh, let me mm-hmm. call my boyfriend." Mm-hmm. So she calls, and so then Samantha picks up the phone. Sabrina, Sabrina, <laughs> sorry, I keep want to say Samantha. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina picks up the phone and she totally played into it and then that's what finally made Abby jealous and want to now have some attention or to have some time
1: with but Abby was looking for a way out she's been looking for a way out for a while so I think for her when that happened, she was like, "Oh, this is my ticket out. Mm-hmm. So I can just." Throw
2: this. She got out of there so quick. She didn't even stay the night. They're not supposed to be fighting. She didn't. She said she didn't want to break up. So why is she sleeping outside? Mm-hmm.
1: It was you just know? way too dramatic and it happened too fast because she mm-hmm. went in there and she was like, "Why did Sabrina answer your phone? Why did you tell me?" I understand she's upset he didn't tell her about Sabrina but it was just she was way too dramatic for that scene to mm-hmm. to the point where you're gonna sleep outside oh I wanna look at the stars no I thought Nick totally punked out at first she was like why didn't you
3: tell me Um, you know um, about the whole phone thing and he was like when was mm-hmm. I supposed to tell you I can't even have five minutes with you that's when I was like okay yes he's he's got some guts he's gonna finally stand up for himself then he starts to apologize and he's like you know I'm an idiot and I'm like
1: oh god okay you let normal. me tell you why he's apologizing because if Abby leaves he has no Buddy and Sabrina isn't going to have sex with him anytime soon because she's competition, so he's losing. And he didn't have sex before, remember? So he's going to be having yeah, a dry spell for a while. He's going to do whatever
2: he can to keep one of those relationships going, mm-hmm. or so. at least, yeah. But this may be good material for him, yeah. So you know, maybe this will good solidify point. his job, yeah. You know,
3: but Abby. <laughs> She's, I mean, she's like
2: the whiny, that whole thing, I just don't relate to that. So yeah. I can't deal with that.
1: Well, maybe there are some viewers out there who are having some relationship issues. And, you know, on Amazon, they have many relationship advice books. So if you want to purchase any, I guess, relationship books, I've never or purchased self-help any books self-help or books, or whatever, any. Yeah. The Every Girl's Guide to Life, whatever books you're interested in, music, anything on Amazon, you can purchase that through the Afterbus TV website. Go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Right at the top there is an Amazon banner. And you can make all your purchases through that banner. And it takes you straight to the Amazon website. It's no different. And um, it helps support us here at AfterBuzz and keeps us doing shows like L.A. Complex, America's Got Talent, Empire Girls, Pretty Little Liars, (laughs) all all the many different after shows we do here at AfterBuzz. And we would really appreciate it if you would do that. So thanks, guys. Yes. And also, before I forget, I was going to say right now we are live tweeting. If you want to tweet with us, you can tweet any of us uh, at Kelly's Bams or my Mm -hmm. Twitter handles. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can just hashtag the Complex and we'll read your tweets. And speaking of help, I think that we should get you a book. On what relationships? I don't. No, listen, no, listen. I, I don't need any help how to, in my
3: relationship. How to balance out your life? <laughs>
2: how, to,
1: how to
3: multi? How to, how to multitask?
1: I'm only 22, guys. I have plenty of
3: time.
2: No, you have plenty of time. Plenty don't date. Time. Don't
3: wait, wait. date. this is this is where it's coming, <laughs> honey. You have plenty of time.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, Miriam's
2: here,
3: guys. Miriam. Miriam's here.
1: Uh, but let's talk about Connor and Raquel. I was extremely excited because this episode was the first time. I can honestly say the first time where. I didn't see Raquel as a bitch. For the first time, I felt right. like she was genuine and real. And it was nice to see her working. Raquel was working.
2: She was Let the working. the say amen. Yes. And she was really good. Yeah. And she even helped Connor be better. Mm-hmm. You know, she calmed him down when he got a rewrite and was freaking out because he had to learn an entirely new, like, completely change the scene.
3: And she was like, I got this, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, I mean,
2: she was, you know, she was still, oh, I'm better than you in a fun kind of flirty way, but not in a malicious way. Yeah. She was like, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll go through it till we get it. It's not a big deal. We have plenty of time.
3: And yeah, so she totally had his back. And then when they did the scene, I loved how. You know, she you know, when you're acting, you're supposed to hold the last position. And so they say cut. So, you know, if it's um, I hate you and then you just give this look <laughs> and then you you have to hold it until you say cut. And as soon as they say cut, she was like, Psh, I got this acting <laughs> lessons from them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but she was no, it was it was really cute to see them actually have a positive interaction. Mm. And, you know, she was like, oh, you're such a good boyfriend. And, you know, it was really cute. He's like, oh, I like the sound of that. And then, dun-dun-dun. Jennifer here Bell comes, comes in. Jennifer. But
3: you know what also I thought was interesting is the the characters that they were playing. The, he was a doctor, she was a patient, and they had, felt, they had fell in love with each other. So I liked how their storyline of the,
1: of the TV show that they was doing correlated to their real life. Right, mm. because I was... The, I was thinking she was just going to be like some random character in the show, but they actually had it where it worked together to go with
3: their life. Well, he
2: he pulled strings to get her that part, so it's probably.
1: But you know
3: what's so funny, and it's and it's I'm sorry, but this is typical for a girl. I like when Abby, I like when uh, Raquel was like, uh, "Thanks for pulling strings and give me a small part in your little dumb show." Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) she, I mean, she just had to. You know, sometimes women just can't say you know thank you. They always have to like throw in just something a little. You know, a little yeah. negative as a way of she saying thank necessarily you.
2: Necessarily mean it to be negative. Just you know, just kind of.
3: But you know what I mean yeah. with how sometimes girls, well, they well, girls, women, you know, they they do stuff like that where it's like they they can't give you a hundred, they can't give you a hundred percent compliment. It has to be like a ninety, a ninety eight percent because two percent of it just has to be.
2: Why do we have to give you the upper hand just because you did us a favor? Calm down. Just say, just say thank you. <laughs> no.
1: Well, it doesn't especially not with Raquel's character. She wouldn't. No, do
2: that. her personality, yeah. she can't do that. But, you know, especially because she feels like he so should not have the right. lead on the show. Yeah. And I think that still kind of comes into play a little bit. So. I
1: think it was it was sad though cuz you know nobody can be happy on this show. Mm. So finally Jennifer comes not finally but Jennifer comes on set to surprise uh Connor and you know Raquel's giving obviously her the the evil eye because she hates her. And you know the thing is it's kind of like a a double-edged sword with her because obviously Raquel wants, wanted him to do the whole Jennifer Bell thing because she needs or he needs the money or it would just be a good thing for his whole career mm-hmm. and it will help her out if they're together. Mm-hmm. And, plus, and plus with her being pregnant it's right. kind of a good
3: way. Right. And Securing. So, so she in her mind she embraced it. No, not right. in her mind but she she, she verbally said, she verbally embraced it because she thought it would be
1: the good thing to do. She verbally embraced it, but she never emotionally embraced exactly. it.
3: Exactly, and so she wasn't able to, and so we can tell now she's not able to handle it emotionally because, you know, the the, the thing that Jennifer said was like, oh, oh, how long, how long have you been acting? And she was like, you know, oh, for a while. And then she was like, well, what have you acted in? Well, have I seen you in anything? And she was
1: like, well, clearly not. Right, that so, was funny. So, I
3: mean, you know, clearly... She totally just got on um, uh, Raquel's bad well, side. Well, I
1: think even still, though, in Raquel's mind, she didn't even fully realize what she had agreed to when she said that because it was a scene where right after they finished their their scene, and then Jennifer first showed up, and then um, Raquel was introduced to Jennifer by Connor, and then Connor was like, um, "Oh yes, yeah, my girlfriend, girlfriend, Jennifer." And then Raquel was like, "He was like, this is an actress today, Raquel," mm-hmm. and she was kind of like, "Oh, like that's who I am," and it's yes, that's who you are. My question is though. They're still living together. So, what is Jennifer gonna? Right. What is she gonna see that you know? They're why are they living together? Just just some actress, right?
3: And why could not he have said, "Okay, I will agree to do the six months thing," you know? But I do have a girlfriend, and then but then again, if if it was that good and easy, then there wouldn't be. Any yeah, drama. he.
2: You know, she may know that he has some type of, you know, life outside of, you know, that and that could be something that, you know, that goes in it as a you know, as a kind of like an easy out kind of clause that they have if it's not working out. That all of a sudden it could be like, oh, he's you know, he's been cheating and then it where it works out in her yeah. favor. And unfortunately <laughs> there are contracts like this that really do exist. It's yeah. really sad. But you know, there are a lot of things that can go into it. So she could know about Raquel already and they're just all trying to play it off. Except well, at least Jennifer, because being the professional that she is, she obviously has done this before, yeah. so she kind of knows how it knows how it goes.
1: I liked how she mm-hmm. surprised him with the birthday cake, though. That was really it was a cute scene. It was yeah. a cute scene, and well, uh, she's a pro. She yeah, she's, she's definitely doing. a pro. But Raquel didn't know about his birthday, and she took a little offense to that.
2: Well, I love how she said, "Why would you?"
1: It, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And then later on, I think. It, it was really hard for me to watch this for some reason because later on, like, Raquel came back on set after she had got out of her costume and stuff, mm. and her wardrobe I should say, not costume, and she was basically trying to get uh, Connor to go out to dinner later be like, oh, can we have dinner or whatever? And he's like, oh, I'm going out with Jennifer, actually. And then the scene where they showed him and Jennifer out to dinner and then Raquel at home, which, by the way, she had, I guess, labor pains or whatever and she...
2: Well, th- that begs the question. I mean, this is where it's going to get interesting is, did she have a miscarriage? because you know that early in the stress of the, this whole thing with connor the stress of looking for work and you know it could have been something when even when she was doing that scene and the physical oh, yeah. act you know she it did get
1: shot in the heart she
2: did you know but when <laughs> you know depending on how they do it it's still yeah. a little bit of a blow yeah. you know what i mean so anything could have happened it could be nothing it could just be stress. but she's still really early in her pregnancy so and so not, she
3: has to be careful yeah, and even, if she's
2: not really taking care of herself the way she should because she doesn't want to deal with it.
3: Yeah, she, is she taking a, Is she taking any prenatal uh, prenatal pills? I don't or know.
2: They had, I don't even think she's been to the doctor since she, she took th- at all.
1: Yeah, she hasn't. I yeah.
3: don't think she's she been it. to the
2: doctor, so she's probably not on anything.
1: She needs so. to tell Connor. She was. I think she was going to tell Connor right because she said mm-hmm. she wanted to talk to him about something, but yeah. then. Obviously, she couldn't. It was just sad to see her home by herself with the whole all the decorations. Yeah, and she, and yeah. she had to, so with that being said, do you think um,
3: she did she really know that it was his birthday? Or do you think maybe like how does she have the room all set up?
1: Oh, no. So Raquel, I'm thinking she even though he was going out to dinner with her, she expected him to be home by a certain time, maybe. Yeah. And then yeah. they were going to celebrate together. But he didn't. Get in home in time, I guess, or
2: yeah, because yeah. she might have left sometime and and done that. Yeah, because I don't. I think she really didn't know that it was his birthday.
3: Yeah, I like how you said. Well, you know, you should have googled me or IMB. What do you say? Googled oh no, me? he
2: said the internet. on the internet. <laughs> yeah, my so, birthday's on internet. Yeah. Or maybe she did know she was trying to play it off like she didn't to surprise him. Yeah, and maybe yeah, that's it? what it was because if that was her first time going home, then you know maybe that.
1: I just so. realized. Forgot to talk about Simon and Beth, guys. Ugh,
2: did we forget? <laughs>
1: darn <laughs> no but I like their storyline because I forgot to say this last week when I watched the episode again I forgot to say this the thing that I liked about last episode was it was so real where you meet people out here and they say how they can help you, and then you see them later, and then it's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't really, and uh, and they kind of get awkward. No,
2: it was what I said, I knew he was hitting on her, I knew yeah, it, I knew yeah, you
1: it did say because, that. because like it's so funny out here, like, you meet somebody, oh, yeah, I can help you, blah blah, blah and you see them later, it's like, oh, well, you know, I can't really do it. The
2: worst thing anybody can do is give you their card if they really want to talk to you, you'll get the cell phone number, right? Nobody just hands you the card, right? That's just the way it is.
1: So, that was that was where I forget to say and then like with this episode though you know i appreciate her persistence and really trying to get in there and make sure he gets the role but so she talked to i can't remember the usc guys I can't remember their names. The USC students. Okay, so it's called the USC film
2: filmmakers. The filmmakers.
1: The filmmakers. So she talked to them, and you know they helped her get the headshots for free, Mm -hmm. and she takes the headshots to the agency. And Allison Woodridge basically says, you know, I can't use these, obviously, because she wants to charge them for the six hundred dollars for the headshots for her to do it. And you know, I I get what I get what Beth was saying as far as you know, um, you just want the money, but if you want your was her brother to have an agent or whatever you can't talk to an agent like that
3: yeah but again she
1: is she is unfamiliar with the whole la world and so in her mind even me though if i just moved i would know if this is an agent Though i can't talk to an agent like she's some child like she really went off on her
2: well because the thing is is what they're doing and a lot of places here in la do that it is it, it, it is they want your money mm-hmm. because a real if you're getting a legitimate agent that does that really scouts you finds talent and all that yeah, you need to get headshots and all that, but it's not a requirement that you get them through right. them. Yeah, that's the thing. They have their own photographer. They have you can get headshots for fifty bucks somewhere. Why is it costing eleven yeah. hundred? Yeah,
3: I mean, you technically know? speaking, you could really get a to even free now because there's so many people who mm-hmm. takes a, a photographer uh, who uh, who does photos just want right. to build and, their book and they want to build their book up. And another interesting thing is, you know, with these agents. Um, You can't, you know, back in the day and, you know, there are some agents now where they'll say, oh, yeah, you know, we'll sign you up. And, we'll they they talk this big game and then they'll say, Okay, it's a startup of five hundred eleven all this money. And the reality is there really is no startup if it's a real agent, because the agents make money based off of them getting you work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that takes a while. And so that's why there is that six hundred dollars because they need something because it may be five, six months before they can actually make any money from you. True.
2: Yeah. But they also make a big chunk of money from you. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, like there's it's always been sketchy and any, you know, and I have tons of, of friends that are, you know, starting out and acting and all of that. And I see kind of what they go through and every, you know, different there's so many different things, you know, and, and your manager and your agent. But the greatest thing about an agent is that an agent, you don't have to pay an agent unless they book you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you get a manager, you have to pay them no matter what. Yeah, no matter where you book it or they book it, they, they're they always getting paid.
3: But I also kind of, I, I like the the lesson that it's giving to anyone who's aspiring to be an actor because they're dropping names and things that you can find out about like the whole breakdown services. Right, exactly. Any, any actor knows about breakdown. Whenever you um are, whenever you um, Book for an audition. Your agent always tell you that the sides are online, and you go to the. Um, mm-hmm. You can get. You can go log on. You can either have an account where you can sometimes even get the the information for an audition yourself, like on LA casting and or, stuff yeah, like that. LA casting. Yeah. So basically, you just go and get the sides and they say breakdown services. So anyone who's in L in in, in, um, in LA who's a part of this industry would absolutely know what breakdown services is, and then so all the people that's out in, in uh, different uh, different cities outside of Los Angeles, they can be able to know and understand. What what breakdown services is the whole headshot So it kind of gives a lesson It in definitely regard.
2: does yeah. And you know there's actors access There are tons of different sites That you can sign up for yourself And submit your You know su- make a profile And submit yourself online But the one thing that you can't do That, that was true to form Is that you can't just walk into An, an audition and say Hey I'm going to audition today
3: yeah. Like, yeah but But but, but you um, I, I give know it's you're, rough you're, yeah. Emil. You don't yeah. have to cry Yeah I know Poor, Wait here we go <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, I, I, I was gonna say
3: oh honey
1: <laughs> I'm like over here wiping the tears from her eyes from her stupid stye mm-hmm. so, so, I she, them talk.
2: so she did you know she did really you, you have to kind of be ghetto and you have to do anything you can to get in where you need to be what? so I like that she did that
1: I like how bold she was because mm-hmm. she She's smart in the, in terms of she looked on the wall. She saw what the name of the company was. She called in the number and she called them and say, you know, I'm from the Allison Woodridge agency or whatever, and you didn't let so-and-so in, blah, 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 blah. She went off. And then I think the thing, though, at the end when she had to tell Simon he didn't get the part, because remember, she called them back to find out if he got it. And she said, we'll contact your agent. So does that mean that she's going to, if he did get it, they would contact Allison?
2: Yeah. yeah. So, she'll, so because of the way she left it with that agent and then trying to drop the name, she may never know if he booked it or not.
1: But then the thing is, the thing that I was thinking about though, if he did book it and they call Alice, and he's like, "Oh, we didn't submit him for that," and then could that cause an issue?
3: Or it
2: wouldn't cause
1: an issue because they
3: have no information about the about who these people are. They, they, there's no. Information. No, she
2: signed a contract with them. Remember, she she signed the contract with them. She wouldn't say, I doubt, I highly doubt she would say she didn't submit it because she gets money. Mm -hmm. So she's going to get paid. Uh, So it's up to her whether or not she wants to, you know, kind of suck it up and call them and let them know. But this is, and this is where the naiveness comes in. Is like, yes, she was bold and that was a great thing, but also, you have to be careful when you do that because that is the way that it works. If you say you have an agent, they automatically will contact your agent and not you. Yeah. So she can call back a hundred times. It doesn't matter. You know, it, it has to go through the agency.
3: But I give her, I, I give her props as she crash, uh, crash auditions. Um, that's a pretty popular thing. People crash auditions. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. So. Well, I like how she
1: had even Simon in on it. He was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like crying and stuff. So. <laughs> but you know what's also
3: interesting is he seems like he's very mature and and well together, you know, he's the one that has to kinda calm her down and say, Okay, you know, you're doing a little bit too much when she was on the phone yelling Mm -hmm. at yelling at her, pretending to be the agent. Like he seems like the grown up and she seems
1: like the child.
3: Well,
2: because I think she's just way in over her head. So she's trying too hard to be a grown up that she's acting more like a kid. And she has to
1: deal with so many things. She in her mind, like she's she was homeless, like she drove down here, she's broke. And one day (laughs) and one day she came to Hollywood and all her dreams came true.
2: Exactly. But
1: the thing is, he's in his mind, he's focused on his career, like me. And so, (laughs) (laughs) like me. So the thing is, it was funny when he said, um, Did you not realize this is a full time job? Job. Like, we're going to have to go Mm -hmm. on many auditions. It's going to be hard work, but this is my job now. And she was like, Oh.
0: Yeah,
2: what? so she can't call and, you know, yell at every single casting right. agency you every can't time. Like, she's got to get a system. She's got to figure out what, what all of this is. And, you know, the little USC guy that's got a crush on her, you know, may do a lot, you know, may help her out a lot more. It than- be a little
1: sugar day.
3: <laughs> but you know what's not hard work? What? Going to iTunes, <laughs> downloading for free all of the uh, subscriptions on I, uh, on Afterbuzz mm-hmm. go to iTunes and rate and comment go to iTunes you'll see after um for Afterbuzz TV you can go to LA Complex you can download Every episode from season one and season two, what? all you have to do is download it. It's free. Did I say free? Ooh, free, 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 and our free, special free, free, episode. Free. Yes, and our special <laughs> episode where we were live at the uh, MTV uh, gifting suite. Mm-hmm. All of it is free. You can download it. It takes seconds. Rate it and comment and get us in the top ten, please. Okay, and then also there's another app called Podcast, and what Podcast does is it uh, it organizes. All of your subscriptions. So, if you have LA Complex, if you have um, what are you on? You have
2: oh Dallas, Pretty Little Liars, um, The America's Newsroom, Got
3: Talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of those different, all of those different subscriptions. It organizes and it puts it all into different categories, and it's a really, really cool app. So, again, I have
2: it on my iPad.
3: See, there you have it. So, please go to iTunes, download. It for free, rate and comment. Rate, 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 comment, comment,
1: comment. Was oh, that our freestyle? Please. Rate and comment. Yeah. Rate and comment. R- 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 rate and comment. Rate?
2: <laughs> we want to be in the top ten, guys. Help us out.
1: All right, so thank you. All right. That was nice. Uh, okay. Well, speaking of freestyle, let's talk about which is always the most interesting storyline to show, uh, Cal. Um Love you, it. I mean, it it gets better every single week. Mm-hmm. And this we started, first of all. With the press release. Well, even even before that, Cal, the scene opened with Cal in his in his room and he's getting dressed. I just mm-hmm. want to say, what do I have to do to get a body like that? Because Cal <laughs> is like built. He is built.
2: It's Like protein. You gonna That's more than protein. Muscle mass.
1: I can tell you how to no, I'm just- <laughs> Well, when he, when he talked to us, though, he did
2: say he used yeah. to play football. So mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: he
1: was a professional athlete. I, I I obviously don't have a football, maybe like a tennis player's body. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to get my body like that one day. But they played, um, in the background, they are playing his Hard Times song, the song he did with Abby. It's a, yeah, Abby. Really it's a good song. song. Yeah. It's
2: a really good song. It's
1: nice and catchy. I was like, Hard Times.
2: I was like, okay, <laughs> got this. But, uh, and I like that he raps himself. How does that song go again? Fantastic. What is it,
3: Hard Times? What mm-hmm. is it called? Yeah. Hard okay. Times. Yeah, nice song. <laughs> I was trying to
2: get
1: him to sing, but he didn't <laughs> fight for it. No, he I always does. I like, caught him that I, time. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Yeah. I knew it was coming. Uh, but yeah, Cal, Cal had a... He was doing an interview with this... What, just a radio station or
3: whatever? Yeah, well, before that, there was this press release. And so so he's like at a big... Press conference. Uh, yeah, press Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, thank you. He was at a press conference. And so one of the guys asked him a question, and he totally just blanks out. And then he envisions Tyreek mm-hmm. standing there. And I forgot exactly what the... Um, oh, he asked, who's the real Cal... Um, the, who's the real Calder King? Mm-hmm. And he just
2: kind of freezes up
3: he's just kind of froze so obviously he's still
1: you know going through what he's going through with um, the whole Tariq situation because yeah he's still dealing with the fact that he you know obviously beat the guy he loved or was starting to love and then it's a matter of him still finding out who he is himself so when he asked that question it's like in turn he's like oh I don't know who I am I don't know who I am yeah And then, so now then, there was a radio interview, Mm -hmm. Um, and so
3: there was a couple questions that, you know, asked, and so this guy gets on, this guy gets on um, the caller and starts um, saying, you know, did you hear about this one guy, and the guy wound up, his name was being... um, uh, somebody just oh. right.
1: Uh, have it. Wait, 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 wait. His name is okay, we, Infinite Jest. Infinite Jest, Infinite, which is a horrible yeah. name, by the His way. His
2: outfit was horrible. Who's yeah. gonna take you serious in that? He.
1: But the thing is, he that's looks what, like a lot of young cats cat these what, yeah, days. Yeah, like I'm, what, like yeah. I'm that old. Yeah. But
2: no, no, no. He looks like a little
1: soldier like boy.
3: He.
2: That's
1: who you're me of.
2: He looks like a little soldier boy.
1: Have yeah. you seen Soldier Boy
3: dress? Yes,
2: but not yeah. like is it and really all, like that? Yes, bad? and all
3: the rappers wear the Stars little skin, and, yes and the skinny
1: jeans and the hat. Yeah,
3: I mean Trust he, me. he
2: was more on like an LMFAO kick. He had I thought. the nerd
1: glasses. Well, it's
3: like no, it-
2: I get that because um. I, I've seen a lot of them. And I can't think of the rapper, like the artist name, in the top of my head right now. But I've seen like some of them have that little funkier style yeah. and like with the neon colors and all that. But the stars and like all really—they're just that incorporating. The thing?
1: Like, all, I mean, did you see a couple of? I think last year at the VMAs or I forgot what awards show. Lil Wayne had on freaking cheetah pants. Yeah. So but like, he's
2: Lil Wayne. He's okay though.
1: I guess well, he gets you, away with yeah, it. You he be, didn't
2: start out that way. Like This no, guys not at coming all. out of the gate, True. Look, you know. And it's kind of like a joke to me. Like yeah. you know, Soldier Boy didn't look like that when he first came. Out. Like his styles kind of changed a little bit,
1: you know, not for the better, was, though. No, yeah. not. No, what well, he was wearing like big mean? baggy white tees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: But it was still different. He yeah. didn't like out the gate look like he was, you know, like yeah. LMFAO who wants to be funny. They're known for their crazy. And like, that's what it reminded me of. I was like, how are you going to sit here looking like that, yeah. trying to seriously go up against a real like hardcore in the industry rapper? Seriously.
3: And also when celebrities call, a lot of times they actually screen the calls. And I know well, no, it
1: wasn't that, It wasn't actually him that called. There was a fan who was talking about him, saying, "You know, have you heard of this guy on YouTube or whatever?" And he's like, "No, I didn't hear of him." He, that's how he kind of... Oh, that's right. And yeah. He was saying, yeah. you know, saying that he was soft and he's a bitch or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he played it cool. He kept his he kept
3: his calm about it, and mm-hmm. he was totally uh, he was totally calm about it. But the most important call that he got was from a, for, for a voice that he was you know he knew who it was but we didn't know who the voice was and he asked you know you know Caldric, did he change his mind and anytime that he wanted to to go to the 19th street mission and about redemption, do you believe in redemption and you know whenever you're ready it's always you know it's an open door you
1: can always come to and you know, i thought it was funny the mission. the dj kind of like cut it off all right yeah. well we started we get so, those calls and <laughs> yeah. then Cal was like oh we get crazy it's fine but um Yeah. So we didn't know who Walter was, but we find out later on the episode who that is. But before that, um, Cal goes back to the studio. He's working on a new track. Love the beat. It was great. It was a great beat. I didn't like that song. I'm sorry. I didn't didn't like that one. I I I like the beat by itself. I didn't necessarily like the lyrics. I like the beat
2: well did you listen to the lyrics though it, I, I, I got, the, the, I got yeah.
1: what he was saying I uh-huh. got what he was saying and you know it, it kind of went with what he was dealing with in his life I understand. because it
2: went like because he was talking about a ma like a way of getting beat and being blinded mm-hmm. by love when it was really him right you know what I like the way that he did it so I, I liked that part of it. he was putting uh, himself into it and you I think that's
3: the, why he saw Tariq yes. yes I liked the lyrics but didn't like the beat and the overall song what? I, didn't, I didn't like it sorry it's not it's Whatever not,
2: you're whack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, no, I think that I think that beat is a whack. <laughs> whack. you are whack. But uh, so he, oh, so this is why I forgot while I was producer, watching it. Yeah, the producer, I forgot for a minute, for a split second, that Dynasty knew everything about mm-hmm. him kissing Tyreek, and then the whole that's what started the whole altercation with them. And so it was finally nice to see that dynamic in the studio since the incident happened and you could see there was still a little bit of animosity towards him because mm-hmm. of that and so when Dynasty or when Ter, Tariq when Cal yeah I was just probably, yeah. when Cal stopped and said I can't do this anymore then Dynasty basically said something because he said I didn't like the beat or whatever and the then beat Dynasty was, was whack yeah Dynasty, he said it. No,
2: he only said that because he saw Tariq and got all thrown off his game. It's not because he was feeling it for a minute until he really got into it.
1: And then Dynasty said something about the fact, um, you know, well, I'm out of interns or something like that. And (laughs) then that really pissed Cal off. So he had to leave. And his friend like kind of chased after him. Okay, the friend. Who the (laughs) hell? (laughs) <laughs> Who the hell is his friend? this friend? Hey, hey listen, hey listen, y'all. This is his little homeboy. You know, he's been around for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: <laughs> all of a sudden we're back in Atlanta right now. <laughs> this is his childhood friend that he grew up with and has kind of always had his back. Yeah. Kind of, you know, like I just,
3: his I feel like he's so overstepping his boundary. Like he had made a comment and even Dynasty kind of looked up and like, okay, wait, I'm the producer. What are you like, what are you doing? He and,
2: No, he just said what's wrong. Yeah. He just Cut, he cut him off and was just like what's really going on because he cut the fight off and I don't think he's overstepping he's doing what I'm, like, he's more like his personal assistant but he's grown up with him that's his friend even
1: Dynasty said though you push Cal back too soon like mm-hmm. he's not ready he's not ready to be back here and he, his friend doesn't get that because as soon as they get back to the house he already has this big party that's going on because, his house
2: because that's the Cal he knows but he has
1: to understand like Cal just tried to commit suicide
3: right but right. he's
2: thinking that he, he just like let's just Throw a party and just
3: and
1: keep people ar- around him
2: so that he's not and so, so, so that's not yeah, alone to and do so that.
3: he's
1: not alone to you know. Be but there. you don't give somebody who just committed suicide a bottle and surround them with people. Like I wouldn't want to be surrounded with people. No, and-
2: but he doesn't know any better. That's just yeah. the way that they fix it. And that's just yeah. that's
1: just yeah, that's just the way that he thinks. And again,
3: because he doesn't want him to be alone, because when he was in the bathroom, he was like he opened the door and he was like, well, "What are you doing?" The door is locked. And he's mm. like, "I have a key." And so he would only allow Tariq. Uh, uh, to be in the bathroom for two minutes but before we go into that let's talk about how unrealistic uh, what's his boy named Infinite Jess yeah mm-hmm. you don't Hollywood Hills,
2: going up into his house, and acting going, like that,
3: going up in the house Mm-mm. like that would have never There's happened. No way. And then oh he the came
2: hell to exactly. <laughs> yeah. See, see, Darwin Goodman. That's right. The young rapper looked like a joke. I'm telling you, that's not he how
1: you look he... like Soldier Boy.
2: Yeah. No, but no, he no, was he trying did, to come yeah. out and come all hard. No, not looking like that, kid. Sorry. Well, was... his
1: rhymes were whack though. Very wicked, wicked whack. <laughs>
3: but yeah you don't you don't just walk in someone's house and then challenge and battle rap like that should have been that should have been when uh, that should have been when his best friend the whatever he wants to call himself the assistant or whatever mm-hmm. that's when he should have stepped in and been like get the hell out the house yeah that's when he should have stepped in but of course you know I, did you did you wonder what Kaldrick was gonna do did you think that he was gonna battle back I, I was he was gonna fight him yeah, yeah I wasn't I didn't think he was gonna fight him because he had a really a calm demeanor but mm-hmm. I really did wonder like okay is he really gonna rap is he gonna battle him? I didn't really know how he was going to respond. I knew he wouldn't fight, but I wasn't sure if he would respond by battling him back.
2: Well, he had to because everybody's around and this is his reputation. And there's some little jokey kid threatening that.
1: Especially. So he had to. Especially in this day and age where everybody's going to be recording. It'll be on World Mm -hmm. Star Hip Hop Tomorrow, Media Takeout. Like as soon as that happened.
3: It was live streaming
2: on YouTube.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But the only reason that I thought that is because.
3: The mind frame that he's in, he's really not in the mind frame to rap, or so I
1: thought. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, but, but
2: he's that, but that just shows his talent. Yeah, because yeah.
1: he's still Cal the King. He, they call mm-hmm.
3: him the
2: King for
1: a reason. So yeah. that was the first time where I did, I, w- I was with you. I didn't know what he was going to do, but it was nice to see that he still stepped up to the plate and he defended his title. Yeah, yeah. And did. then, and
3: then, just like a sucker. He um, he throws a money at him. He loses the battle. And then he has a nerve to suck a punch somebody in their own house. Did you really <laughs> think
1: that you was not going to get your ass whipped? Okay, which, by the way, his, his little homeboy, his crew.
2: They were like they 14? Sucked. Come they, on! They were young, but
1: they sucked because uh, Cal's homeboy comes over and starts beating on their friend and they're just standing there they could have done something to try to help them yeah no, they why, they could've, why could've... would
2: they they're like 12 then and why they was they nobody do?
1: strapped if they're supposed to be hard why didn't nobody have a gun on them <laughs> right because
2: wait, wait, why are you looking so playing. hard why are you
1: looking so hard
3: at us like are you gonna shoot us i mean gosh
2: god all of a sudden i'm them saying.
1: Them. coming out <laughs> why well, ain't nobody strapped <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. Okay, everybody, I, take a breath. We got to calm it down in here.
3: I love it. I love it. I love
2: it. Oh, um, my connection went out, so now I can't. I was trying to like read some of the tweets, but my internet went out. Sorry, guys. My phone. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: but seriously, so that that whole scene, like you know, you don't come in somebody's house, you don't punch them in the face. Like it was just all. Just shouldn't have happened. It's, just yeah.
3: all, it's all bad. And again, those aren't real homeboys because even if you are brave enough to show up at somebody's house, if the main guy gets beat up, then you, you should have his back. You should have his back and you're supposed to, you know, do something. Yeah. And clearly they do. Didn't. Something. Yeah. Do, do
1: something. Do something. Cal should have said do something. Did you get I, it? Yeah. it dude. yeah.
2: I, I, I know. Yeah. Well, every time he looks in the mirror, that's all I think about. <laughs> do something.
1: Do yeah. something. Yeah. Do but, something.
2: No, you, we, you didn't recognize the voice on the on the. When the the radio call in right, That was no. the the preaching voice. No, I didn't recognize it. See, the voice. I, at first I thought it was Dynasty. At first I thought it was Dynasty, kind of messing with him.
1: I didn't know who it was because it had like, it, it sounded like even though it sounded real, it sounded like kind of distorted, like it was a filter or something on it. So I don't know if that was the real voice or not. I thought you well, I re- I remember there was a
3: conversation with he and Dynasty where he said that he'll leak it, mm-hmm. and so I was just thinking that maybe something had got leaked and somebody was just playing tricks on him.
1: Yeah but well mm-hmm. we saw that um at the house later on after he basically got punched in the face and then his homeboy defended him then he was in the restroom and his homeboy once again was we need to find out homeboy's name but anyway homeboy was basically being overbearing trying to make sure he was okay now that's he had every right to right because he's in the bathroom obviously he said that he already took all the razor blades out of the, the bathroom or whatever yeah. but cal is still vulnerable and so he checks in on him he comes back out and then we see that Cal basically escaped out the window now before that did you see when Cal was looking at the girl sitting on the um yeah and so i was like okay so i think with that scene when he looked at her it was like okay yes i i I may be attracted to you but that's not necessarily what i want like it was like it it seemed like she was sitting there like she was there waiting for him. she was thirsty she was thirsty she was waiting for him and yes he could have had it but he didn't want it yeah he didn't want it and it was just like the realization like i don't want this i want to reek
2: yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that he looked at it and thought, well, maybe, hmm. And then it was like, that's not what right. I, That's not what. Just gonna add to
1: the problem. Just gonna mm-hmm. add to the problem. Um, the funny thing was when he was outside the 19th Street Mission, and that dude was like, um, you know, we're all looking for something. And he, obviously, he was a little okay. Yeah, but the thing was, I didn't know where he Almost was a, at. Yeah. I didn't know where he was at first. I, cause I thought he was still outside his house. And he was like, we're all looking for a little something. I was like, wait, what? Like. <laughs>
3: Because I looked up and then I saw the boy. I was like, "Is he at a gay club?" Yeah. like
2: Well, well no. I thought he was gonna go like get high or something. Cause I it was looked so like you know it looked like downtown L.A. It looked
3: it like <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, but then then he took his hood off and I was like, "Wait, what's going on? Are you gonna take his advance?" Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs>
3: yeah. I, that totally threw me off here. Then Plus, I'm looking down at my notes and then I just see the guide,
1: you know, and I'm like, "Okay, what's going on?" Right. Yeah. But then it was nice because obviously he just looking for a little bit of change, you know. Mm-hmm. And Cal gives him his chain. And obviously he can sell that chain for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But um that was nice. And then we see it's the nineteenth street mission. And then when mm-hmm. he goes inside, Cal acts for Walter. Yeah. And yes. then we find out Walter is
2: <gasps> his dad. His which dad. is gonna
1: add a great dynamic to the show. Walter Dugan. Uh, yes. Which is a weird last name, Dugan. Yeah. So Caldrick Dugan. <laughs> <laughs> Cal Dugan, <laughs> Cal Dugan. What's <laughs> up with that name, Andre? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait to see who. Um, we can talk about in predictions, like who we think they may cast for that. Um, but I can't wait to see who the father is. Well, I
2: think somebody already. I'm trying to look because I'm going through these tweets now because I, my I finally got a connection back up. So I'm looking through because I think somebody had tweeted that they, been a
1: lot of tweets. I'm
3: looking uh, at,
2: about who it is. So I'm trying to. look Okay,
1: well, we'll take a quick commercial break and maybe uh, when we come back, we'll have uh, who it is. Possibly. We'll see.
0: Yes. Hey there, good buddies. The handle's Woolly Bear. I'm a truck driving man, but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man. No. I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States of ours. And my favorite podcasts in the world are from AfterBuzz TV. And why? (laughs) Because AfterBuzz TV is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite TV shows like Jersey Shore, Dancing with the Stars, Mad Men, and a whole truckload more. I like listening to my Gossip Girl podcast, catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip. No, you know, I got some strong opinions. And AfterBuzz TV lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners. Woo-wee, what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly
1: bear sent you. I on. swear he say saying tell email Willie Bear sent you. I say that every time. It says like tell email Willie Bear sent you. But we have some exciting news and gossip. Negative.
0: After Buzz TV
1: news. All right, Ben, what you got?
3: Well, the ratings. Uh, www.hotfix.com reports that last week they um, came at three hundred and ninety three thousand
0: viewers. Ow, ow.
1: Boy.
3: Hey,
2: more than one is good for me. Right, I think. seriously. It's, they're
1: low numbers, but in an interview um, or a article on zap to it the president of the CW, Mark Petowitz, that's a weird name, he says, we plan to show all the episodes and this was at the Television Critics Association Press Tour and he said we're actually big fans of the show. I think it's a well-made show. It's a show right down the wheelhouse and he says, although the overnight ratings aren't very high, the series does well for us elsewhere. The show actually does do very well for us digitally and in the social media space, which goes back to what we were saying last season, mm-hmm. even though it might not be doing so well online or on television, this audience is a young audience who views the content online. Yeah. So, and, but, and, and Andre said that when he was here that right.
3: you know, it has tons and tons and hits on, on, on media, on the web.
1: Right, people downloading illegally, but that was when the season was out before, like when it came out in Canada and then yeah. was released in America. Mm-hmm. The other news, which is kind of important too, this was on the Futon Critic, and apparently this is an exclusive um, to the Futon Critic at least. Um, it says the LA Complex will close out the summer on a new night. The CW has confirmed, and it says uh, look for the Canadian import, it's, of course my my phone would go dead but it basically said <laughs> that the show is moving to uh, Monday nights at 8 starting I want to say like the 3rd or 4th week in August but I'll, you can check that article online it's a futon critic because my phone completely went dead mm-hmm. but apparently it's moving to Monday nights at 8 o'clock so I guess for the beginning of the new fall lineup because obviously some of the other shows are going to be coming back like this, um, like Heart of Dixie and what's going on some of the other yeah. stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. so I think that's all the, the news and gossip though let's go into predictions <laughs>
0: And now, your After Buzz TV predictions.
2: <laughs> so, did we figure out the dad yet? Well, somebody was tweeting that that they thought it could possibly be, and I can't remember this actor's name that played the president on Twenty Four. Dennis you know? Haysbert. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's who you we were talking about earlier, right? That all state guy. All state guy. You know and. I usually can recognize his voice, but I was thinking it was somebody else. so I didn't pay that close. I'll have to rewatch that and yeah. see if that could be him. It'd be awesome if it was because he, really se- he has that like harsh voice. that's that stern voice, you know.
3: And he would play. I could. I could totally see him playing the dad. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't think they can afford Dennis Haysburg. <laughs> My question is: so if he's at a mission, is his father a pastor? I'm a. I'm gonna assume that his dad is um, either a pastor because it had um, uh, what did what did he um, on the he's talking about redemption. Redemption. That's something that that's. I mean, you're a PK kid. I mean, totally. I am.
1: For those who don't know, I'm a PK, which is P- a preacher's, preacher's kid, kid.
3: <laughs> and so. I Me, mean, so am I. But I, I could totally. Th- I could totally see that like, his dad being a minister and totally going against rap music because rap music is of the world and it's secular so I could totally see his dad being like, well, a, a pastor and he probably like to do and that's probably like his community service that he wants to like give back because a lot of pastors and ministers do stuff like that where they help the homeless yeah. and you know stuff like that
1: well if his dad's upset about the secular music yes, when he finds would, out right? <laughs> exactly. your son's gay yeah. And,
2: yeah I don't know or maybe or maybe
1: by, maybe by.
2: well but maybe his <laughs> maybe his dad is there for his own d- redemption yeah you know maybe there was some stuff that went down and you know his dad is th- has gone through this program gone through that and now is giving back to the community for things that he's kind of went through yeah yeah. but you there's know?
3: but there's totally um, something there's they haven't communicated in a while
2: yeah yeah
3: haven't communicated in a while there's and obviously so,
2: something there so I'm really yeah. excited to see where that's going to go
3: as much as I'm happy that we're starting to see the the, the backstory of Cowderick
1: Tariq, bring.
3: I, I
2: told you guys, it's going to be a little while before we see him back. But
1: when we see him, I'm sure they're going to have like a big interest. There has to be mm-hmm. like a big. He has such a strong fan base. There has to be yeah. like a big interest. Did you see the back. team
3: Tariq T-shirts? Yeah, they are yes. team. Apparently.
1: <laughs> Club LA Complex and that whole crew—they're creating like Team Tariq T-shirts and stuff. So there's a strong fan base for Benjamin Watson out there, yeah. which so. is
2: fantastic. And I'm so. just
1: Team. Oh, I don't know which. If you, could I'm pick not. A, I'm not picking a side. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm Team <laughs> LA Complex. Yes, yeah. yes. So that's exactly I, can't, like, I, I
2: can't. I can't. I understand both sides. Yeah. I see it all. So they're we'll both see. struggling. So I don't know. I think Raquel might have had a miscarriage.
3: I don't think so. Because I hope not. Because there's so much to the story. So I don't think she's had a miscarriage. I think she just had a kick <laughs>
2: Maybe, yeah. I don't know. So we'll soon see. she's been
1: pregnant for like a week. I now.
2: Know. remember how they do sometimes they wrap that stuff up really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, yeah. we'll see.
1: Well, where can we find you?
2: You can find me at Kelly with an I-E-079.
3: And Bam Erickson, B-A-M-M-E-R-I-C-S-E-N. No, I do it because iTunes. People can't see Bam Erickson without the spelling.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, and at Emilio, E-M-I-L-I-O-E-J-R <laughs> and ChasingLA.com. And we will see you guys next week, same time. Same place living the Hollywood dream.
0: Oh yeah. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network.